this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. He's Dave Child. I'm Frank Moran. We're just two of the four people that are going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 1, Out of Time. Ever want to see Einstein get in a three-way? Tonight was your night. Let's do it! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! <clears throat> Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, we're back. That's right. We're time warping. <laughs> we're jumping through time and saving the day. Like it or not, we are back for the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. That's right. We're like it or up. not, <laughs> already starting it off with a very positive yeah. note. <laughs> That's right. I know you guys love us all so much when we break down season one. We are so positive and life affirming about the show. We hope to continue that trend this season. Uh, as we break down season two of Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, That's right. The showrunners liked us so much last year, they fired Arthur Darko. <laughs> no, they did They no, did, they not. did not. For the record, no, they did not. They did not fire Sorry, Arthur Darko. hashtag Rip is not a pussy, guys. Let's keep this Right. Strong. We yeah. were a little worried by the end of this episode that was like, were we a bit too critical? Did we cost Rip? this actor a job? Did we? But then he's fine. He'll be coming back. Yes, he will. Don't yeah. worry. So I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. I'm another host named Dave Child. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child or DaveChild.com. And I'm yet a third host, Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael. I'm not a host. I'm just here in this fourth chair. But my name is Lucretia Lyon, and you guys can find me anywhere at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N since there is only one. Look at that. It took mm. three people, three hosts, and one other person, <laughs> one yeah. person to break down this episode because there's so much great stuff to talk about. Oh, my God. I loved... I love this episode. I, you know what? It's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I think I was one of the more critical people of the show at the last season, and I went into the season being like Dave, Dave, and I was like, yes, Dave. Uh, the thing with this show that I love out of all the kind of Arrowverse or whatever you call it, like universe show, is this is 
the Batman 66. This is the Adam West Batman show for today. It's silly. It's goofy. It doesn't always make sense. <laughs> but you just just sit back and enjoy it. And it was just so fun, this episode. Please tell me that this conversation happened in front of a bathroom mirror this morning. Yeah, basically, and I was like, you're a star. You're a star. You're a star. <laughs> and, then, star. and then he had some lipstick. And was yeah, so I was like, you know what, Dave? You're so pretty. You're so pretty. And yeah, Legends of Tomorrow is actually a pretty good show, if you consider it the Batman. <laughs> but you're so pretty. Sorry for that. Legs, how do you feel? Well, okay, I really, really enjoyed this episode as well, and it helps that they crammed so many DC characters into one hour of television, it felt like a big old party and everybody I knew was there. I'm a little worried that we saw the entire budget for the show <laughs> in this yeah. one episode. A lot of bottle episodes, just Ooh. like any of Lockbox, lock room mysteries. Yes, and now we're yeah. in for five weeks where they don't leave the ship. There you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, no, I had such a blast and it feels like they figured a lot of stuff out in season one and now they've made some adjustments. Everything felt a little bit tighter to me, a little bit more focused, a little more self-assured in a way that I really appreciated. Plus, it's no less fun than the best stuff in season one was. I mean, I can point to moments like yeah. Jack's leaping off of the balcony and diving into Stein to create firestorm. Mm-hmm. Like, really cool. Dave and I literally threw our arms up mm-hmm. into the air when that happened and started yeah. like quietly applauding. We held up like eights and nines and tens. That was it? Just mm-hmm. eights? Well, you know, I was the critical one. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his form was a little off, but he did stick to landing. a little bit of form. A little uh, nuclear backsplash there. It's just like, no. Right on, into the Stein pool. <laughs> and then, of course, we open the episode by bringing in now Mayor Oliver Queen, who gets to sit there looking nauseous and frustrated <laughs> while Mick Rory lay- We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's out this entire story. Yeah, I like the idea that it's Arrow being just uh, catching up on the show. <laughs> like, just <laughs> catching. Oh, okay, just so what's happening with this crazy offshoot of my show? Perfect. Okay. Whew. I, yeah. Well, one of the guys with me too at the beginning is good old Dr. Nathan Haywood. Yes. Uh, who we knew, know from the comics, becomes Steel later on. So at some point, he is going to change. Different, different Steel. That's different right. Yeah, steel. not, steel. not John Henry not Irons. No, that is Shaquille true. O'Neal Steel. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, and he comes to uh, Mayor Oliver Queen's office saying, hey, the legends are in trouble. You know, mm-hmm. and I know you're, I know, and I know you're the arrow. Because it doesn't take just the time, uh, time detective to figure right. that out. Yeah, okay. I, let's <laughs> talk about this for a second. I love how he says, I'm a historian for the layman, a time detective. <laughs> You're not. For the it's, layman? Yeah. Historian for, is very, I don't know I'm what sorry, I don't understand what you mean by historian. <laughs> I'm sorry, you you look at history, You are you an in, I don't understand, time detective, now I'm with you. Well, maybe what he means no. is like to the to the layman and his perception, maybe when you hear historian, it's like, oh, that's boring, I'm tuning out. But when you hear time detective, it's like, all right, right this sounds fun, I'm in. 
that's, and, a, that's a good way of looking at it, just explaining it to dumb people. So it's like, <laughs> when you're talking, when you're yeah. teaching math, it's like, oh, they're not into me being a math teacher. Uh, I'm a number wizard. <laughs> and, a number wizard. And to be fair, there are a number of cracks that have been made throughout the course of Arrow at Oliver's expense that he's very pretty, he's very good at hitting stuff, but right. he's not necessarily the smartest. Case in point... Malcolm this, did that. Yeah, you know, yes, that's Malcolm. why I was like, well, you know, my man, my so, favorite character. But like, case in point, so Hayward, uh, Hayward is talking to him and drops this bomb on him that he knows he's the Green Arrow, and Oliver immediately responds with, "We're done here." The, <laughs> the implication being, take this information and leave my office with it. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. out into the world. I'm gonna punch <laughs> something. I got a salmon ladder to to like <laughs> point me with a salmon ladder Dude, right now. This is too much brain work. If you're watching Arrow too, you've seen him do the salmon ladder in that tailored suit. It's impressive yeah that was nice i was impressed uh but we do find out the reason he's there though, is because the legends are in trouble and uh, they figure out that they did and they uh, they were uh, underwater when a nuclear bomb went off three years before the first recorded atomic bomb in history right so that means they're probably dead and we also <laughs> time scatter we also see the arsonist uh underneath <laughs> underneath water i like uh that's another thing with the little stein kind of update in the beginning Instead of saying heat wave, he says, uh, the arsonist, <laughs> Rory. And I was like, what? Well, and in the captions, the arsonist is capitalized like a proper noun. Yeah, like, that's, right. that's his new villain his name. name. Yeah. That's right, yep. No. Closed captions, though, they mess up a lot. There's a lot of, like, when Jax calls uh, Stein Gray, it says Ray. You know, mm. it's, they mess up. So I don't take that as fact. But I love mm-hmm. how he's pulling a full blown uh, Captain America like underneath the water and just yes. being in stasis yes. the entire time. Interesting Which, though they find the wreckage of the Wave Rider there because by what appears to happen at the end of the episode you think it's completely obliterated and yet yeah. for all appearances it's still just there so it didn't seem that dangerous fine. didn't yeah. seem that dangerous to actually run the Wave Rider right into that nuclear bomb. Maybe it was like super radioactive and now it's cleared out. Maybe. Mm. I, uh, the uh, missile uh, went, it hit the ship and it opened a door and it went inside the ship and it just found Rip Hunter and blew him up. Right, right. He was a very <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't know where he is. We actually miss Rip jumping out of the ship and just grabbing onto the bomb, no. and like and just swallowing it. Yeah. That's, That's totally what happened. And of course, as Dave mentioned, we get to have uh, the arsonist kind of break down what's been happening for the past six months with the legends mm-hmm. since uh, they the last defeated the Time Masters, and they've just been going around protecting the Time Guys. And while he's drinking some very skunky beer. <laughs> that must be the skunkiest beer. Because he said, like, oh, the, the fridge still works. Yeah. But that's been there for over 70 since, years. Since 1942. At yeah, least. 1942. So that's very. And also, he is so. Rory is so old now. Like, because <laughs> he also went into the future and, like, and and became a time. What was it? A time bounty he hunter? He was a time master. Yeah. Was yeah. Kronos, yeah. So he was Kronos in the future. And now he spent four, over 40 years since 1942. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, hashtag since, since 1942. 1942. <laughs> Skunk beer since 1942. Uh, just like living. So he's. It's going to catch up with him, I feel. Yeah. And he had like three of them pretty quickly. I mean, right. now, granted, I watched a hockey game and it was pretty close to that earlier today. But, you know. Was kicking back. I mean, and you're just bragging like about how much beer you can drink. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't as skunky. It wasn't exactly. The old beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do find out some of the things that the, uh, the legends have been up to for the past six months. They've been in France in 1637, uh, helping King Louis XIV uh, be protected by these. Uh, <laughs> 
time <laughs> right. these yeah. time pirates, time thieves, time somebody, some aberrations in time after them. Just you put yeah. time or space in front of something, it just yeah. sounds cooler. I think that was a comment by Alistair Allen. So yeah. Well, exactly. I like how casually they're letting those terms roll yeah. out now. It's like, well, it's right. probably a time pirate or something. We got a time nemesis now. It's yeah. just it's a time. It's a time everything. Like last season that would have at least given one of them pause momentarily, but now it's like, all right, yeah, time sure. Right. And I, I do like how we see a little bit of a glimmer of this is this made me excited for the whole season was uh like, oh here they are as knights. Here they are as fighting in monks or something. They were like they went through you saw that they're going to full on go through time and have little adventures here and there, and that's kinda what's happening way back in France. And I love how Sarah's just seducing every woman that she mm. meets. Well, let's be fair. Yeah. The queen seduced her. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. yeah. She called that one, but I think in Salem later, <laughs> yes. that was all her. She, she owned true. that. It's a two-way street. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-way street. But but they pretty much save the day, and of course they get back to the wave rider, and then Rapesta gives a good old patented rip hunter lecture about right. everything that's been going wrong. And um, I loved how Ray is like, "Oh, hey, goody, we're gonna hear what we did wrong by Rip." Right. <laughs> but I did like that mix is uh, even though he stole something, like stealing isn't screwing up. So that that's, you know, he can't yell at me. I guess if technically if stealing something is your goal, that's a rousing success. Yeah, he oh. did great. Yeah, he got... Also, Rip's got a ton of stuff in his place. Like, he stole, he has stolen quite a bit. So you can't quite blame him. Also, we see a new set piece that I don't think we saw in last season. Because they make a point of saying they built it and that it's a library. They have yeah. a library in the ship now. Which is actually, I think, a great set piece. I think it's much better to hang out there than just like kind of a, a random part of the ship that just kind of looks futury. Well, it's got a warmth to it that yeah, I agree totally that the future de- futuristic design of the rest of the ship though it looks very cool. It has like this steely coldness to it. Yeah, yeah, it looks kind of like an Apple Store, and yes. this one, <laughs> this one's more of an anthropology, which is kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the Time Mall, I guess. And we find out when uh, Rip and Sarah have a little conversation in there, they're all of a sudden, uh, Gideon says, hey, guess what? There was a shockwave generated by a time quake. Great, time quake, as Lee Caruso was saying, mm. but time in front of anything. Mm. It sounds much cooler. Time yeah. quake sounds like a prog rock album. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, that's my new band, Time Quake. Mm. Yeah, and I guess it happens in 1942, and of course, what we find out from Mick at the beginning, when he gets first out of status and he, stasis and he starts telling him what happened, they find out Rex Tyler at the end of last season, when he says, hey... You guys are legends. I'm here to save you guys. And then he just tells him, don't go to 1942, and then disappears. That was yeah. it. That's helpful. I was like, okay, yeah. that's the way to go, Rex. He's like, I just want to show up just to tell you to not go to 1942. And, <laughs> and you know, as soon as you tell people not to do something, they're just going to do it. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, don't think of a purple giraffe. Yeah. Now you're all thinking yeah. of purple giraffes. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, but they said, like, we got to go back to 1942. And so, uh, but Sarah used that moment to kind of figure out what the heck Damien Dark's up to. Mm-hmm. Is he in 1942? And if so, how close is he to New York? And what hat is he wearing? I, yes. I was not expecting to be as thoroughly charmed as I was by the sight of Damien Dark in a fine hat. Ooh, he could pull it off. He, absolutely. That's I, hard to pull off. Yeah. Man, I enjoyed him. Like, when he first came on Arrow last season, I enjoyed him. And then progressively during the rest of the season, I was I thought Phil was really right. diminishing returns with him. But now, like, uh, with all that kind of tremendous, horrible stuff that he had to deal in last season of Arrow, coming in fresh like this in 1942, I really, it was great to have back in, like, that kind of early clean slate Damien Dark. I think it's because he is a full-blown camp supervillain. And mm-hmm. I think he needs to exist in a universe and story tone 
that's just really embracing the the crazy supervillaininess. And that's what the legends are, and I'm excited to see what comes from the villains now that they kind of recognize that, I think. And I think it helps, too, having an actor like Neil McDonough who can walk that line where he can play something that's incredibly goofy, very straight, and sell it without making it feel like pure camp. Right. Yeah, he's fantastic. I was kind of hoping he would have the mustache like he did on Agent Carter, but the hat really did it for me. <laughs> but yeah, well, like, he's a good guy in the Marvel yeah, universe. We yeah, always exactly. forget that. Yeah. He's the guy hanging out with Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had the same thought. I'm like, it's Neil McDonough in a comic book universe in the 1940s. Where's right. the dum dum mustache and the hat and beers? That's his alternate reality yeah. good guy. It's like the total flip of the Star Trek bad universe, <laughs> where they all have facial hair if they're evil. But for him, if he has facial hair, that means he's and good. South Park yeah. and community do the same thing. Somehow, mustaches are evil. Right. But yeah, with Damien Dark, I was missing the magic Nazi corn. I don't know why that wasn't there for 1940. Well, this is how he gets yeah. the idea. Uh, I bet there's got to be one where it's like just a Nazi passes over. Like, would you like a kernel? Mm-hmm. A kernel. <laughs> Different kernel. <laughs> oh, it's corn. Plant it underneath your city in the future. <laughs> Nazi corn away! <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on with me today. It's full, it's crazy. But now I've got the image in my head of Neil McDonough petting an ear of corn like it's his cat, right? Like a yeah. Blofeld thing, just nurturing it throughout the years, then meowing, yeah, just horribly. Uh, Where are we in the story? <laughs> no, we do find out though that the, the problem is as uh, Gideon pulls up some more information that uh, from the forties that time has changed. Yeah. And you figure that uh, World War, uh, uh, Allies won the war still, even after the bombing in New York, but they didn't do it until October 8th, 1947, and 12, more, 12 million more people died. Yeah. So they figure, like, wait, uh, they do learn that Einstein disappeared just before the nuke, so Stein says, hey, what if we go back and kidnap Einstein to stop him before he gets originally kidnapped, and then we save everything, if we, if we are the ones that kidnap him. <laughs> if we him. kidnap him instead, yeah. yeah. But he's just being a fanboy. He That's just right. wants to be a fan. He just wants to meet... Einstein and compare last names. Yeah. I, I loved Ray's comment. We got uh, we got to find a crazy white haired physicist. And he looks at him. The other one. <laughs> another a, another crazy. I, I called it an A bomb. It was a burn. And we also From find that Rip is basically doing a Mr. Miyagi with Jax this entire episode. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's like you know, all right, I just keep doing these tasks, and then eventually you learn what it's really for at the end. <laughs> But he's, of course, not well, happy. you know, I, yes, I, I hear the tone of your voice when you say that, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's nice if we just accept that. We just go, like, the mechanic from 2015 now knows how to build a time machine from scratch. And I think yeah. that's fine, and I think he's spent a lot of time reading the manual and learning a lot of things by building a library, which he even says he built the library. <laughs> I think you could just, I think we could just pretend like, oh, they just never used the library and now we're seeing it. But he has to say like, and you made me build a library. And I was like, that was unneeded. But I, I, it's a bit of bat repellent shark spray, but I, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it's like, that's just the show we're into now. And he's, he knows how to, they, this keeps them in the time machine while Rip's gone. I will I will buy if I can buy the Lazarus pit, I'll buy that if you've already got like nuclear firepowers and a knowledge of mechanics, you can yeah. probably make a leap to like having MacGyver powers. Anywhere. Also, yeah, and if we're going to really nerd it nerd the reasoning out, 
I bet he's got some shared knowledge with Stein now. Because True, the merging. Because yeah. Stein's been in his head so much. Or... Yeah, so I bet Stein could build a Ferrari or something if, if you gave him the tools. So they're able to kind of trade. Yeah. Hopefully mid-season finale we get to see that. Just, I, yeah, I hope Stein just plays, like, plays, is really good at football. He's like, <laughs> he has a... Hey, yeah. that's right. we got to go back and uh, you know, help the Jets win the Super right. Bowl. All right. Go Perfect. get him, Stein. Take over for Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. So uh, now they go after Einstein, right? Yeah, they go after Einstein. And what I do like is they find him at a party there. And when they get back to 42, of course, Sarah breaks off because we know what she's really after. And she's after Damien Dark. Good to yes. Dark. But Ray, uh, ever observant, says, hey, guess what? I'm going to follow her. I always like, as usual, whenever they get someplace for their main mission, they already start splintering. Everybody always has their secondary yeah. missions they're going to be doing. And much true to form, everybody starts going their own separate directions. B- right. But immediately, once Ray decides to follow her, we get this wonderful little moment where Tiny Ray is on the hood of the car, and he grabs the hood ornament, <laughs> and as the car drives away, you see the wind pick him up, yeah. and he just, like, rides it. I like how he immediately realizes, this is the worst place to be. <laughs> I could have just flown into the back seat. No one would have And they're really just trying to promote the loot crate from last month, those hood ornaments for the DCTV. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Is it a little ray that's no, flying? It's funny, no, they have the green arrow or the flash you got, but yeah, that'll that'll be they the next one. You gotta put a little ray, yeah. like, sticking, like, that you could put onto your car and have it follow, like, uh, Woody from Toy Story. Yeah, loot crate. <laughs> Idea. <laughs> be perfect. Now, I've been, I really liked their interpretation of Einstein this episode, and I also liked how much uh, Mick loved him. Because when they yeah. meet him at the party, he's like, he's a pig. I like him. Which he actually was, right? He was, yeah. He was trying to get those two girls. He was getting yeah. a little gropey. But yeah. in reality, I think Einstein was kind of really into the ladies. That's uh, what I hear. And I think ladies were into him. I mean, that hair, that mustache, the accent, oh, the intelligence. No. Dude, you're, you're Einstein. Even Stephen Hawking can like kind of clean up <laughs> right now. You got you got the big brains. You can yeah. you can. You can get the numbers. You can crunch those numbers. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Talk about brain boners. I don't, okay, yeah, let's yeah. move wow. on. Brain boners. All brain right. Boners. You guys, hashtag brain, brain boners. boners. Hashtag brain boners. Spread uh, that around. <laughs> Where did this popular hashtag brain boners come from? <laughs> oh, from the uh, After Buzz after show for Legends of Tomorrow. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> uh, we do find out that uh, when when they get there, uh, of course, Martin's got to interrupt his attempted three-way, and Einstein's just so mad. Like, I was about to get these two to come home with me. Ugh. Yeah, you ride the yeah. tricycle. That's a big deal, guys. Yeah, you're getting C-blocked there by Martin Stein, man. Not great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's what we call atomic blue balls. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. Let's talk about this some more. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also what Dr. Manhattan has. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire today. <laughs> okay. Now, my history of the true Einstein uh, from our world, because uh, when he, uh, when Stein confronts him, he goes, uh, what about your wife? And he says, oh, the one who died on me or the one who divorced me 30 years ago? Ooh. So, uh, and he's, he seemed, and Stein looked kind of stunned by that. So, I, was that, was that not correct? I have to admit, my, <clears throat> my true history well, of Einstein yeah, I think he sketchy. forgot that, like, he didn't realize what time period of Einstein he was talking to. Because when you know a hero, you know, when you have a hero, you have this kind of knowledge that you're not usually able to be like, okay, so it's 1942, so that means he hasn't done this and he's done this. You just know all of the things that he's done. Like he even brings up, I'm going to look like such an idiot, but uh, a paper that he wrote or something later 
that he didn't actually do yet. Yes. Because he's just all over the map with his knowledge of Einstein. So he was kind of shocked that he was like, ooh, I'm not pulling this off very well. As usual. Stunning. Yeah. Come on, Martin. Be better. Uh, and then Sarah tracks down Dark to a, uh, a warehouse there and uh, pulls out a gun. Looks like she's, she's going to go after him, but Ray stops. Stops mm. her from doing that, and we find out that he's getting the uranium. So the fuel that is necessary to create an atomic bomb or right. nuclear weapon or whatever we're going to be calling it. By the way, is Ray's suit darker? It seems a little different. Like, it feels like it's like more black than red. Like It used to be a lot more red in the suit and kind of brighter colors. And now he's kind of gone with more of a stealth look, which probably makes more sense. It does. Yeah. It feels a little bit more streamlined, and it does seem like he's got a little bit more mobility in it. Not a right. ton, but a little bit more than he had in the first season. So, yeah, when you need it the most is when it works the least. Mm. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, he was strapped to an atomic bomb. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but also, that was from the, yeah, from 42, when he's coming with 2016 technology, he should be up to date on how to take yeah. care of that. I guess, but he's still doing something like absorbing the atomic bomb's energy or something? Uh, where he, well, because he was so well, he was confident enough that his suit could do it. And then, oh, guess what, guys? I can't do it. My suit can't do it. He's called the atom. It's, it's the atom me. bomb. It should have been clearly built for that. But he's just not, like his burns. It's more of a size thing. Yeah, yeah. The atom, it's like a branding. Yeah, concept. I feel like probably even in the comics they're like, oh, an atomic problem. This seems like it's the atom, and he's like, no, go to the nuclear man. No, go to, go to Captain Atom. Because that right. guy is like an actual atomic guy, but no, not the not the atom. He's like, how oh, that acronym really screwed me. <laughs> to to be, I mean, in the comics, he killed. Didn't he kill Darkseid that one time in JLA? Grant Morrison JLA. Didn't him and Green Arrow? Didn't yes. he like get so small he could ride a particle of light into Darkseid's brain and that's actually right. kill him? So see, that's the stuff he can do. That's when you call Ray Palmer if you need to actually deal with you know atomic yeah. stuff. You call someone else if you need a shrinky mm-hmm. dink. He's right there for you. <laughs> But see, that's where the atom works best is when all you have to rely on him for is uh, smarts and shrinking and growing. Right. Uh, anything mechanical, do <laughs> not rely do not rel- Wow. Wow. Lucretia. The suit. No, I'm still not a fan of uh, Ray and an Adam's suit. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. <laughs> sometimes a suit has to not work, and sometimes it works great. That's what machines do. <laughs> is this your, like... It's like... We broke Dave. <laughs> I am machines. This, this is like his... Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so they successfully kidnap uh, St- uh, Einstein and take him back into the Wave Rider. So he's out of continuity, so everything should be fine. The, the nuke shouldn't happen because they got Einstein before. That could be activated. But they find out the nuke still happened. And as Stein and Heatwave talk to him, they go, well, you know, as Stein says, you're the only man that could do this. Oh, you're right. I'm the only man. Finding out, wait, you mean there's a woman. Mick, a quick on the uptake. He means a woman. Yeah. 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 And we find out Einstein's ex-wife had a lot to do with some of the helping him create this first, uh, the the ideas that went into creating an atomic bomb. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the Nazis have gotten his ex-wife to help design the bomb. That's a nice little twist I like. Yeah, I like yeah. that because I don't know how accurate that is, but I like how, and probably not accurate at all. But I like how I'm it's disparaging of the writers. Well, actually, she was one of Einstein's student <laughs> students because I actually looked really? up to make sure like Stein was totally wrong on those timelines, and he was. Uh, but yeah, she was at least one of his students. So, so it's yeah. actually a possibility, and that's and that's kind of a notorious thing that happens throughout history is like women, women scientists, and and people that actually invent stuff get get pushed to the bottom and don't get the credit they need. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like uh, the Monopoly creator, for instance, is mm-hmm. a woman. 
Really? Yeah. Mr. Pennybags is a woman? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, he... She is this entire time, and it was also a uh, a socialist communist uh, game that was about promoting to, to go against capitalism. It's supposed to be look how bad capitalism is. We and I'm going went the into wrong a tirade. So uh, yeah. Look how Monopoly. mad everyone gets when they play Monopoly. That makes so much That's sense. That's why yeah. because there's other rules that you play that's supposed to be like now everyone wins. But those have gotten those were gotten rid of by the company after they bought Monopoly. Anyways, next week the legends go back in time to fix Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get out of here. Really? Oh, this is gonna be great. Mm. Uh, so after that, we they realize they they the legends all get together and they start airing everybody's dirty laundry. So Ray's like, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? Sarah was trying to kill Damien Dark before he uh, so he couldn't kill his sister back in 2016. And then Sarah just says, you know what? You're, you're just without that suit, you're nothing but a self righteous rich guy. Oh. Which is hurtful because it's true. Yeah. You know, that's why it was kind of like, I actually thought that was a nice, nicely written scene because it, it's not like they stretched to insult him. It's, they really just said something true. But he's, because he's so self-righteous is why he adds to the actual team. He's the, he is the one Boy Scout of the group. And you kind of need him. Yeah, he's just room. so darn cute. Yeah, and this is so interesting because this is a pairing that we I mean because they each had you know Sarah was more with Captain Cold uh, right. last season. Uh, of course, Ray was with Kendra, so we never really got to see a lot of Ray Sarah centric scenes. So now it's the first time we're really getting to see them now that they don't have other uh, co scene uh, scene partners to do stuff with. So kind of an yeah. interesting kind of relationship. Yeah, sure. and a lot of people in the chat are comparing them to Tony Stark Steve Rogers situation. Well, that that exchange yeah. specifically yeah. is right out of the first Avengers movie, basically just right. slightly different phrasing. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, Sarah Lance just cried, genetically frozen, right? No, she came to Lazarus Pit. Yeah, so totally different. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think she's the Tony Stark of the situation, right? Because you have the Boy Scout. Oh, yeah, Yeah, Boy Scout, but he's also rich. Yeah, Yeah, it's, you know, and she's, Hmm. you know, raised or not raised, but trained by the League of Assassins. So they kind of both come from a different background. Yeah, definitely not a perfect one to one. Yeah, it's pretty, well. Boy Scouts and uh, League of Assassins, basically the same thing. Oh, yeah, just flip sides of the coin. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. So the legends find out that uh, the Nazis got uh, Einstein's ex-wife. They're on a dock there in New York. Damien Dark's going to load her and the bomb onto a U-boat to go and blow up New York. And uh, so then the legends attack. And, uh, of course, mix into it already because he loves roasting Nazis. <laughs> right. I love yeah. roasting Nazis. He should roast Nazi corn. I mm-hmm. didn't expect another action scene like this. I, I felt like... When the when the show started and we saw this kind of fun action scene in France, I was like, okay, that's going to be it for the episode. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be a lot of talking and banter and fun time traveling. But it was nice to have like two, and I feel like there were even more than this, just all full-blown, you know, superhero out action scenes. Yeah, we saw Firestorm more than once, and yeah. that rarely ever happens. And he even talked with no. his eyes all white still. Yeah. yeah. That yep. was funny. That was a good burn. Yeah, yeah I... Uh, I really enjoyed that scene, but actually my favorite element of that scene wasn't even the big superhero action that makes me so happy every time I see it. It was the fact that they're obviously trying to protect the Einsteins, and you've got Rip Hunter behind cover next to Mileva, and she's a scientist. So you see, and they don't call it out at all, but if you watch her, the actress, the choice that she's making in that scene, she's not looking around at the firefight, she's not cowering, she's looking directly at Rip's gun, at his laser revolver. And, like, her eyes are moving like she's trying to figure out how this thing works. And I loved, loved that little performance moment. And I loved even more that they didn't lampshade it. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... I I noticed that, too. 
That was a good moment. And I guess it's not uh, unexpected to see Einstein. I guess who wouldn't react if some two people standing next to you all of a sudden merged into a one singular being and then took off into the air on fire? I guess you can react a little bit. Like, oh, what, what the heck was this? Oh, for that's sure. just a Tuesday for me. <laughs> Come on, act like you've been there before, Einstein. Jeez Louise. <laughs> uh, and then they got to stop the actual, well... Well, yeah, we find out that uh, Ray's suit, just when you need it most, as I said, fails. Right, right. Uh, Mick gets shot. The plan starts going south. Everybody's got to retreat. So mm-hmm. Dark still got uh, his, uh, Einstein's X and the bomb on the U-boat. And going the subway. Becomes Das Boot. Yeah. And uh, so we see them back on the wave rider saying, hey, we got we to gotta still save the day. And right. that's when uh, Rip starts bringing it up, as Lucretia mentioned a little earlier, the time scatter. As Jack's kind of going through like the diagnostics time of the ship. Scatter, What's his time scatter? Time scatter. So as soon as he says it's a last-ditch thing that Ray's, Rip's praying that they never have to use, meaning you will have to use yeah, it. Of course. Very that's soon. what happens. And as soon as they brought it up, uh, Lex and I turned to each other. We were just like, well, those are the next few episodes. <laughs> yes. I thought the next couple of episodes were like, okay, the, the team has scattered, and now we have to bring Bring them all together. I did not expect, and I, let's let's speed up a bit. But yeah. like, okay, so they they jump in front of the nuclear bomb. I think we mentioned that the atomic bomb, and then uh, they all scatter to the breeze into time breeze. Um, so, for one, I found it interesting that he couldn't figure out a way to send them all to one time. Yeah, I don't know why, like, why scatter them? What was the benefit of that? I mean, yeah. Just because it's funny. Unless they're being tracked by somebody that was trying to kill them, so the idea of separating them all, but that is I guess seem... that's maybe kind of true. Or I, I think they should have said, but their time detective, who's just a historian, was able to find them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they should have just been, he should have said something like, I can't fix this glitch. You guys all have to go to a different place. <laughs> it's a scatter thing. It, it just has to happen. But they all... Scatter through the breeze, and we spend like the next just like five minutes, like going to each, yeah, going to each one, which was another like very action packed for this this episode. It was intense. But you know, I again, I just one bone I have to pick with this is Oliver Queen. I mean, just the the biggest passing the buck guy I've ever met. Right. Because he says, like, you know what? I don't have time to time travel. You clearly Yo, do. It's yeah, a time machine. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can come back to the exact second you just left. So you've no, got plenty of time to do this. Literally no one doesn't have time to time yes. travel. Oh, Oliver Queen is a bit lazy. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, he puts right. on his green suit and he's the mayor. But it's like, oh, I don't have time to time travel. You're not a really good superhero. Well, I guess from his point yeah. of view, like, he knows Sarah and Ray went off with these people. And right. he hasn't seen them in months and months and months. So maybe that's the only direction he's coming at it from. But, like, Oliver Come on, bro. Think no. just a second. I, think I mean, about it. I think it makes sense to me because I think he would just be like, okay, I could go back and die in the 40s or something, <laughs> or I could stay here and try to save my city. But you think, like, especially, uh, I mean, Ray, okay, I mean, friends with Ray and Sarah, but certainly more with Sarah, especially everything that's happened right. with Laurel. You think, yeah. like, oh my gosh, if she's possibly dead and I can go back and save her, I should go and do that. It's the least I could do, especially to honor Laurel. But no. I don't have time, guys. I don't have time. Yes. Kartik Sarif says, Oliver is the most irresponsible man in the era of ours. I don't know. I mean, him I, and Barry are pretty much on the same wavelength after a flashpoint, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. I, I found it like... I he, love Barry, though. I guess he said he was going to go, but I think I might have missed that moment. So, to me, he just kind of disappeared or was still in the back of the time of the of the uh, wave rider, just being like, ah, oh, just wait till they get there. You guys are going to take me home, right? Yeah, because like he says, I don't have time to travel on a time machine, but you've got this time detective who's never fought, has no powers that we know of, knows nothing 
other than just where they are in time. He's just a history teacher. Yeah. He's just a history just teacher. Just him this and a former supervillain. Like, yeah, yeah like, You've been waiting right. for this opportunity your whole <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go now. I trust you. You fought one of my closest friends. All right. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Should be fine. But yeah, as Dave said, they round up everybody, which is a cool little montage of them yeah. kind of reassembling the team throughout history. Again, yeah, did cool. not expect that much budget to be spent <laughs> where you see all these different, I love the little like magic mirror thing and there's a dinosaur. Yeah, on top yes. of everything else in this episode, there's a dinosaur in it. Yeah. Uh, that was so awesome, but I'm like, why can't we spend more time here with the dinosaurs? Like, I was really disappointed. because That was I, their dino yeah. budget. I was like, that's it? And they're really bookending Sarah's adventure with being seduced by the queen, but then also seducing all the ladies in Salem. I thought that yeah. was a nice little moment with her. And she doesn't need those guys. She'll go to Gadanon just on her own. Yeah. She's able to kick some butt there. It's so, it's so nice that she's having so much fun doing everything we see her doing. Yeah. Well, like except trying ladies. to kill Dark. She's not having <laughs> fun. Yeah. No, that, that less less fun for sure. I think everyone's having fun, which is what I like about the show. I like how that it's the one show where they're constantly having fun, and even if things are in danger, they're still having fun, and there's no, oops, I tried to save my family, and it restarted the time. Oh, oops, that's... I tried to, I can never save my city. I'm always at killing people again. I'm killing people again. <laughs> this is the one where, this is the one where they're actually going around time, fighting dinosaurs, sleeping with witches. It's, they're doing, it's great. I, I like this season a lot. I'm going to be the cheerleader until I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> until I'm not. And then watch Next out, episode. everybody. This yeah, was a stupid move. <laughs> so we find out, once they even get back to the Wayfarer, though, the only person they can't find throughout time at all, our good old uh, Nathan Haywood can't find him, is our boy Rip Hunter. And he leaves a message to the team uh, where he just says, hey, guys, I know you guys can carry on. You guys are legends. Yeah. So good luck. Godspeed. Yeah. I'm not here anymore. It's like, thanks, Rip. Thank, yeah. thank you so much. Where's Rip? Where is Rip? When are you, Rip? Yeah, when, yeah. Hashtag, when are you, Rip? And he's in the Wild West with he's his love. He's totally right. making out yeah, with Jonah Hex. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a farm. <laughs> he's hexing it up. <laughs> Hashtag, hexing it up. So Hashtag. We figure out the way for the, the legends to stop everybody is to go back and make a slight alteration in time to get Einstein to publicly admit that his, his then wife was a big contributor to the success of building the atomic bomb. Yes. And so he does that, and that seems to be enough. Now that she's publicly uh, congr- lauded as being a part of this, she's going to be safe now because the public, I guess, knows about her, so there's no way you could just like right. secretly sneak her away and take her. Well, I think they, they now know that they, like, if you grab this person, you can make an atomic bomb. So that's what the government just like. Yeah, they now have a stake in making sure that the Nazis don't get this person. Yeah. But I also know, like, so then you cut back to the uh, Damien Dark on the on the U-boat. Like, what went wrong with that? Like, is the bomb not there all of a sudden? Because, like, the, the Germans are going, uh, you know, right, this, this didn't work. They fired the bomb, and it hit the Wave Rider. But, but I mean, they, cha- they went back before that and changed time, because they had Einstein talk to her uh, before it went off. To go and oh yeah. well, so, I think we saw it before it got cemented into time. Oh well, that's true because I guess the ripples. So and also, yep, yep. there's a time traveler right there with that's him. That's true because mm-hmm. we find out that uh, Dark's got a partner and says my partner's probably going to want to do something else now. We find out it's our yeah. boy that was first flag. We got so excited reverse when he flag. came. Out. Our hands went up in the air. Yes. And this was something that I've obviously been reading all the news pieces that come out about the show, and I've seen the trailers. I knew this was coming, and I assumed they'd at least nod towards it tonight. I got so uncontrollably giddy when that happened. <laughs> I didn't expect it so soon. I didn't. I thought it was just going to be like, 
I am a dark voice in the distance. And then you thought it could it could have been anyone. I didn't think they were going to pull Reverse Flash like in the first episode. That's great. I love it. Uh, and then we also truly end there with the uh, the Legends heading back to the Wave Rider. But they uh, are stopped in their attempt to do so because Uh-oh. the JSA is there. Mm-hmm. Also didn't expect them in the first no, episode. Yeah. I was like, oh man, what is happening? It's all like we, I thought this was going to be the first six episodes. And I'm really glad it isn't. I'm hoping every episode is this like fast paced yep. and just this moves along this quickly. But uh, it that that blew me away. I didn't expect it to be. I thought it was just going to end with oh now we got to go find each one and the next episode was going to be each time period a storyline finding each person and then by episode six oh there's the there's the uh, Justice Society and there's the uh, Legion of Doom. But right. I, I didn't think it was going to happen so quickly. I Especially this show, more so than any of the other DC shows, I would love to sit and watch these episodes with somebody who has no idea what the JSA is, right. who has no idea what the Legion of Doom is, to watch their reaction when these guys just show up in their costumes, boom, like, truck right in and go, yeah, we're the Just Society of America, you're coming with us. Okay. It's like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I did like, I mean, just me being the nerd and the nitpicker. <laughs> <laughs> and I get, you know, willing to see where they go and maybe they have, uh, there's a twist coming up. But Do seeing it, Obsidian Captain and Stargirl pick your nits. Mm-hmm. back in 1942, it's like, what? No, you guys are modern day heroes. What are you guys doing back in 1942? Especially Stargirl. I mean, she is a modern day interpretation, a legacy character from the Star Spangled Kid. The, to be mm-hmm. fair, Eobar Thawne is from the far future and he's in 1942. Yeah, so there you, could be some weird temporal displacement stuff happening. But he can time travel. I mean, sure, he, that's true. He just went yes. around really What's, fast. Uh, with like... Stargirl, especially Stargirl. I mean, and and because and he's the son of Green Lantern. So, well, mm. well, uh, what I didn't notice was our man there. No, he wasn't. Okay, so even though, okay, so he's taking his long way back from the present to get back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> dropping into different time periods. That's right. And be like, don't go to this year, and then fly away. <laughs> yeah, he's with Rip and Jonah Hex. Yeah, they got a three. <laughs> No. I don't. So I think they're just making her the Star Spangled Kid. I don't like that. No. I boo that. Why not have the Star Spangled Kid back then? Because then you can have the Star. You can have. Uh, you can have Star Girl in present day, and then she's more of a viable character. You can. Yeah. Sca- you can use her. In present I mean, day it shows. also seems like she really does shop at American Apparel. Her her <laughs> outfit does not seem like it's of that time period. Yeah. It definitely. I think she would be. You know. Stoned. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> stoned. Stoned. they did that back I, uh, then, right? Yeah. It was a stoned time them. back in the forties. It was uh, a good time with rocks. Oh, oh. stoned. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, with that, with that kind of broken down, why don't we do a, a few predictions? What we think is going to happen? Sure. Maybe, maybe next episode. And everybody has a nice like season now, prediction they want to kind of throw out. All right, I'll say first. Qu- uh, all right, just a, a quick poll around the room. When do you think we're going to see the full Legion of Doom assembled? What episode? Well, I'm guessing episode two, since they threw so much into this one, and I'm just so happy to see Malcolm Merlin get something cool, and that's why I hope that he's on the show every episode from now on. Right. Well, he isn't. He isn't there yet, right? No, okay. not yet. I didn't miss him. Well, so hang on, hang on. R- refresh my memory. The Legion of Doom on this show is going to be comprised of Malcolm Merlin, Damian Dark, Eobard Thawne, who else? Uh, oh, there was Captain one other. Captain Cold. Uh, Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Captain Cold. It was Captain yeah. Cold. Okay. So we're going to get Captain Cold eventually. I, don't I think he's showing up on Flash pretty soon. Oh, okay, because maybe they're doing the... This is what's really confusing now, because they also have... How did Flash's alternate reality that he kind of created 
works with them. It's like the well, time stream like, is like the timeline is so messed up. Well, I would think of all of the shows, right? It would be Arrow more than any of them that would really be affected by Flashpoint because Supergirl's right. still somewhat in her own pocket universe. Oh yeah, she's and, not affected. By and Legends of Tomorrow, they're screwing up time left and right every week. So how would right. you how would you know? Well, and one thing I can point out is like what was changed for Arrow. Spoiler alert, guys! If you haven't watched the Flash or Arrow this week, is that John Diggle Jr. is Diggs son which yeah. later becomes connor hawk you know the new green arrow and right. yeah, so, so yeah i mean Flashpoint legend retconned yeah. him into existence yeah. oh cool mm. so that means that we already met him in the the future yeah. so when they were traveling through time they were already adjusted to the flashpoint Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, right. retroactively, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And then also, too, worth noting Don't that... Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> right. But then you've also got... So, the characters Captain Cold, Malcolm Merlin, it's uh, John Barrowman and Wentworth Miller. They now have contracts to appear not on one of these shows, but on the entire CWDC block of programming. Right. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they are utilized. Since they are going to be part of the Legends of Tomorrow Legion of Doom, it'll be very e- uh, interesting to see how they are utilized across the multiple shows. Yeah. Well, I feel like this episode, the next episode, is going to deal with the Justice Society. Kind of probably try and find our man in the next episode. He's going to come in at yeah. least at some point. And they're going to be like, hey, why did you tell us not to go to 1942? Because it's not too bad. I mean, except for Rip. And, <laughs> and then I think they're also going to try and find Rip. Hashtag win is Rip. Yeah, and I figure um, whenever the Legion Doom starts assembling all their pieces, I mean, I figure then they're going to be having some things probably to deliberately go against the Legends. and then Yeah. So I think we're going to get full Legion of Doom probably in four, because they're probably going to do mm-hmm. little, like, little little missions here and there. Yeah. And I, I feel like the one that's going to be the most interesting is Captain Cold, how you're going to explain right. him back in to the show and the DC TV universe after what happened to him last season. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just they're probably he's just probably going to show up, or they're going to come back to the present, and then he's going to be there because Merlin and and him are both in the present. They're not people that are either immortal or time travelers. Yeah. So you, I guess you can have Reverse Flash kind of show him up to any point in the timeline. True. I mean, or it could have been when everything exploded last season, it just shunted him back into time. It didn't kill him. Sure. Right. Things. Yeah. I just, every time something comes up that very egregiously makes no sense, now that we've got Earbarth on on this show, I just want him to like foop in and go flashpoint right to the camera and then flashpoint. Here's actually a good point is I, the, in the, in Flash, Reverse Flash is the one that kind of showed up and said, oh, things are going to be fine for me. It's going to change for you. Yes. So he kind of knows how things are changing. So I kind of suspect maybe, I think. I think this is kind of revealing that all the pressure's off of Barry. I don't think it's really his fault in the end. I think he really tried to restart as much as he can. I think it's all the legends that have caused Flashpoint. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting because that would mirror a little bit of what they're doing in the comics right now where they're r- super hard retcon that is making Flashpoint and the New 52 a little bit less Barry's fault. No, right. I, it, this is all Barry's fault. In the TV universe, it is all Barry's fault. <laughs> Enough with Barry's. that dead mom. I'm sorry, Barry. I love you, but please, let's just leave that. Your mom's dead. Accept it. Yeah, get over Move it, man. On. Move on. Come on. But yeah, to explain Malcolm, I'm like, maybe with Flashpoint or the legend screwing up, whoever you want to blame, is he still Raja Ghoul, therefore immortal as he was. Right, except he doesn't have the Lazarus pit anymore. Yeah, that's true. Unless Unless that that comes back. And so it would be nice, actually, 
find Merlin in the future where he's uh, just Captain Jacking it out. Yes. And just that's just immortal and never dies. And if the Lazarus Amazing. Pits in the TV universe are anything like the Lazarus Pits in the comics, there, there are no more Lazarus Pits until the very moment we decide, oh, there's another Lazarus Pit. Yeah, yeah. There's a new spring. Yeah. New yeah, and it's always like with Damien Dark too. Mm-hmm. If like they do an episode where say uh, uh, Zoom takes him, uh, Eubarthon takes him to the future and finds out that oh my gosh, I'm dead. Uh, great, fantastic. Arrow killed me. So d- mm-hmm. then you have to mind wipe him so he doesn't have that knowledge when he goes back to the present. Uh, goes back to his past. I don't right. know. I always get to wonder when you have those time paradoxes. Things I think about guys. It keeps yeah. me up at night. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> any other predictions or anything or any hopes for the season? I mean, I hope it's a lot like this one. I hope it's as fast-paced as possible. I hope they didn't spend all their budget in this one episode. <laughs> and I hope we get, like, I hope we get a lot of fun, more f- crime-fighting, superheroes fighting. And now that we have the Justice Society, I want to have a huge scene where all of them are fighting either each other or a group of people using all their abilities. That, that's got to be coming, right? Yeah, if you're yeah. going against the Legion of Doom, you've got to have that giant battle at some point. I want the two-panel spread. I want the two-page yes. spread. Yes. That's what I want. And what I love about it, just especially with all those characters, is just diversifying their uh, the heroes they face. Yeah. You just think of, like, I mean, uh, Eobarthon, so much of a Flash-centric villain. But now to open up to the wider DC universe and see how everybody else reacts. I'm, I always like it when they yeah. kind of expand that. And that's going to be tough because they can't. they don't have a speedster to just set on the speedster. So actually having a speedster to fight without actually being able to run beside him and, you know, race him yes. as, all, as all the Flash fights seem to be. <laughs> no more racing around a city, just yeah. lightning balls. <laughs> yeah, until one just hits one another. Yeah. I love the Flash, by the way. But that happens a lot. Um, as long as we don't get the rival showing up, I'll be happy. <laughs> that rival, ugh. Uh, that I'm the rival. We get what your name is. Stop saying your name. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm totally down to see what like a fight like that. How you fight a speedster using their abilities? Because unless you get Captain Cold is the best one to actually fight a speedster because he can slow him down. They what they just have more fire to like shoot at a speedster, but then he can go right past it. I mean, that's true. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to take him down. But we also have this giant, in the very first episode of this season, we have this giant roster of characters on the board. And at some point this season, we're going to be adding to the roster of characters, Arrow, the Flash, Supergirl, and they're all going to be flying around hitting stuff. And I can't imagine anything more I could need from this life. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they slow it down. I hope it's going to be like, we have Justice Society next week. And then maybe we don't have the Justice Society, and then they come back later in the season. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we can kind of not build, crowd the Wave Rider too much, because then you're going to lose some story. Absolutely. It's a lot of characters to try and balance, to try and find things to do for, to try and find arcs for that you can actually track. Yeah. Also, I'm actually excited with what they're doing with Rip, because I think they're spending the time and effort to, to flush his character out and actually make him into something, especially now that his whole point of fighting is kind of gone, which was to save his family. Who is Rip now? What's the point of what he's doing? I'm glad he's off doing something, and they're going to build him up. He's on his spirit journey, basically. Yeah, and they made him a badass. I mean, he had a very James Bond moment, and I'm like, who is this? Yeah, and he actually saves the day, which is kind of nice to see. And he looks really cool with that silencer, just kind of walking through. All right, Mm -hmm. nicely done. Nicely done, Rip. All right, maybe you need a silencer instead of your fancy ray gun. Work better with that, I guess. 
<laughs> Good to end on a positive nice. note. Yeah, 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 this guy, yeah, Doctor Negative. And then I'm just like <laughs> my new superhero, or no, I guess a supervillain name. It's not really a superhero name. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this episode of uh, Legends Tomorrow After Show. But we'll be here every week that the show is on, breaking down this uh, the show every single time. It's, I'm repeating myself because that was how, how exciting that sentence You're was. You're stuck in a loop. I am stuck in a loop. <laughs> uh, but hopefully we're going to get uh, Sarah Nicole Jones who came on last season. We're going to get her on uh, hopefully soon this season and talk about the show a little bit more in depth. We'll learn a bit more about the backstory that led into the changes from season one to the season two. It should be a fun conversation. Uh, but in the meantime, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. As always, Lucretia's got the chat up and running. She is our oracle. So if you have any questions about the show... Or uh, just, you know, about Dave Child. You want to find out what he's up to and stuff? You want to find out what my favorite color is? Yeah. Yeah. Ask him in the yeah. chat. We'll ask him during no. the show. It'll be fun. Or you can also tweet me at MRDaveChild mm-hmm. or go to DaveChild.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it my turn now? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Sorry, you. I was yeah. just incredibly smooth. <laughs> That's right. Nice segue. I am Lex Michael. All over social media at the Lex Michael. I'm all over DC TV here at AfterBuzz. I'm on the Arrow panel Wednesday nights, and now starting this Monday, I'm on Supergirl. I'm very excited because that show makes me oh so very very happy. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the next couple of weeks, I'm not going to be with you guys. I've got some business in the time stream to attend to. I'm going to go find Rip Hunter. I'm going to let him know y'all say hi. I will be watching and and cheering you all on from afar, and then I will return to tell you magical stories about like dinosaurs and the Salem witch trials and. Such. Oh, I'm excited to hear yes. this. Well, I can't top that since I'm just Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can find me anywhere at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And next week, right here on AfterBuzz TV, I will be guest hosting the Flash After Show. So, should I catch that Tuesday? Cool. Let me just uh, plug one little bit. I'm at the Westworld show. So, if you mm-hmm. guys like uh, robots mm-hmm. and or hosts or uh, and the mm-hmm. Wild West... And Ed Harris, uh, maybe watch our after show. We got a cast member that just came in, and that's coming up next Sunday. So watch that. Especially if you like Mr. Dave Child. If you like him, just really, that's the reason to watch. That's the best reason. There you go. And you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie, or don't, whatever you'd like to do. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. (laughs) But in the meantime, folks, we'll see you next week here at the Legends Tomorrow After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. When are you ripped? The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.